0: This week's Inside Supercars is brought to you by Manscaped, Tony. Manscaped will solve the problems that you may be having Mm. and want to make sure that you are running clean and free. Motor racing, everyone says you've got to have big balls to do it. and I don't know about you, but they just seem to get bigger and bigger every year. Well, they say your balls will thank you, but I tell you what, Tony, they had to go and find two of the oldest presenters in motorsport podcasting the one thing i'll say about the uh, products that manscape provides is that they're all great quality there's uh, nothing rubbish there's nothing uh, imported from a cheap sweatshop out the back of the wherever it's uh, it's nicely put together and certainly quality products you can use with confidence yeah well balanced safe and with the launch of the lawnmower three in australia We've got a great deal. The support of Inside Supercars by Manscaped. They are giving you the chance to get 20% off plus free shipping if you just use the code INSIDESC. That's INSIDESC at manscaped.com. We hope you enjoy the podcast.
1: For those nights when one drink with
0: the girls turns into a bottle but you need your car for brunch the next day, there's pickup.
1: or at Friday work drinks. Well, you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's Pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a Pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the Pickup app today. That's P-K-U-P, and wake up worry-free.
0: Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Cam Waters joins us on Inside Supercars. And Cam, well, it's one of those funny things. There's three races over the weekend. You win the last one, and everyone wants to talk to you.
1: Um, yeah, it wasn't going good until the last race, but um, I guess race one, we were, we were quick, just made a little mistake, so probably could have been in the podium on that one and then um, obviously got caught up in the crash race too but um, yeah, the boys did an amazing job to, to fix her up for, for race three and um, yeah, managed to re- repay him.
0: Now so much has been made about the the you and Chaz coming together. Do you guys have a laugh about it too? Because 90% of the time it's not intentional, is it?
1: Um, yeah, oh, we we laugh about it but um, on the, on the weekend it was just more of a racing incident than than anything. Um, No one was really to blame, but uh, yeah, it has been a common occurrence between us and we do laugh about it. And we are trying to find the magnets in the car to get rid of them, but we haven't found them yet.
0: It's funny, did you ever have a carter when you were coming up through the ranks or in Formula Ford or any of the other divisions that just when things went wrong, they were always there at the same time as you?
1: Uh, Not really. Yeah, Chaz is probably the first one, to be honest. And, um, yeah, it stuck pretty well. So, uh, yeah, I guess the other thing is we we are always, you know, qualifying next to each other and racing each other week in, week out. So if you do race someone so often, there will be, you know, times where things do happen. So, um, yeah, that probably has to be considered as well. Yep.
0: The interesting thing is this season, plenty of pace, but it seems Taylor and Bend was good for you, finding that race car balance now is this the speculation that the tail and bend track suits the mustangs more than the other tracks you've been to so far this year or has the team worked out what was going wrong earlier in the season
1: uh, i think it was probably a bit of both to be honest i think you know tail and bend, well, he traditionally has been a better circuit for the mustang but um we did take a lot different car to, to tail and bend as well so we did sit down after Tassie and nut and through what we uh what we do well and what we do poorly and we, you know, made a plan according accordingly and um you know, it was a bit hard with all the, the wet running, but I think, you know, when it did dry up our car was pretty pacey, so I think we you know, hit the nail on the head with that. But now we just have to take it to you know, other circuits and, and see if it carry over, it'll carry over
0: can you explain to the listener what a different car means how how do you fundamentally change a car that has got the same shocks has got the same chassis has got the same you know standard components for the most part
1: um we got you know springs roll bars um you know your bump and rebound and Roll centres, rakes, There's so many different things that you can change on the car, and they all influence each other. So, you know, some setups um, can really work the tyre quite aggressively, and um, you know, help switch it on, which is um, has been evident in our car this year for qualifying. And then, you know, other other setups are really kind on the tyres and, and do the opposite, which is probably better for a race car. And it's finding that balance. Um, which you know we're, we're trying to trying to do at the moment. So um, yeah, there's thousands and thousands of set up, you know, options that you can do. It's just picking the right ones for the right tracks at the right time.
0: So you said you went in a different way. Did that mean you and uh, and it's Sam, isn't it? That your engineer. Yeah. Did, did yep. you guys have to sit down and say, "All right, I, I know I like a car like this, Sam. What do you think?" you're going to have to do to uh, to turn tables around?
1: Uh, well, to be honest, it wasn't really, um, you know, design a car What I, how I drive it. It's I just it want a car that, you know, does the job and I'll adapt to it and get the most out of it. And it wasn't just Sam and I. It was, you know, the whole engineering group and, you know, the other drivers had a factor in it. You know, they've got a lot of experience as well. So, um, you know, we all come together as a team and worked out, you know, what we did. What our car did good and, and, uh, and poorly, and come up with a plan together. So, um, yeah, we're lucky we've got a lot of smart people at Seaford, and um, yeah, just draw on that experience when we needed to. Mm.
0: After the weekend, you're now fifth in the championship, 264 points back, and that looks a long way away. It, of course, is. But for third place in the championship, you guys are all within about six, uh, seven points.
1: Um, yeah, I didn't know it was that close to, to third, but, um, you know, we're not doing it to come third. So we uh, we need to try and hunt down Shane now, and um, that'll start with, you know, having a, a fast car, um, all the different tracks we need to go to. So, um, you know, that's the focus for us at the moment, and we've had uh, had a lot of bad luck. He hasn't had really any yet. So, um, yeah, it's really just going to be up to us to, to beat him week in, week out.
0: Mm. And of course, he had a, a a solid weekend. Took the points over the three races and extended his lead.
1: Yeah, like, um, when you have a fast car, you have to maximise it. And you know, we had a fast car and we got caught up in a crash. So, it's, I guess bad luck. But um, yeah, he's had a good run lately. And um, you know, when he hasn't had a fast car, he's still getting solid points all. So, um, you yeah, they've done a good job to start of the year but um, we'll look at trying to bring that undone for him.
0: Mm. Now, he and you probably, well, I don't know, you might have heard, he had a little bit of a dig at you at the end of uh, the racing, saying that uh, there's no complaints about parity now uh, after the <sighs> weekend. Is is that all part of the fun or is uh, this just mind games? Nah,
1: just having a bit of a joke at the end of the day, like, yeah. We always knew that the Mustang was going to be better at at tail and bend than you look at previous to that, and it probably heavily favours the other car. So, uh, yeah, it's all just a bit of fun and games, to be honest, and, um, yeah, don't really take anything of it, to be honest.
0: Mm. Well, up to winter next, and, of course, it's the test track for your team. Do you have any sprint car racing between now and then to keep the eye in?
1: Uh, no, the Sprint Cars has uh, has finished for the, I guess, this season. Um, we will be back running in Darwin around mid-year. There's a few big shows up there, which we plan on doing. Um, and then after that, it'll probably be around October, November. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a break. So um, I am kind of looking forward to a bit of a break. It's been a pretty hectic start to the year with Sprint Cars and Supercars. But, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: You come from a family that was involved in Speedway for, well, at least one generation before you. What do you enjoy about a a night in the sprint car or even in the sedans that you raced before that?
1: Um, Look, yeah, I grew up um, watching Dad with Speedway and I guess watching that makes you kind of want to try it when you you grow up and um, that's kind of what got me into it and... um, for me, just the fast, the fast-paced week weekends um, and the race nights. You know, you rock up at two, three o'clock, and you smash out a night of racing. You're home by eleven or twelve, and um, you know, job's done. You're on to the next one. So I really like that. The track changes so much across the night, um, from really slippery to super grippy to you know slippery again. So you're always having to adapt and. Um, yeah, just a lot of it's car control, so for me, there's no pressure, I go out there, have a bit of fun, and um, yeah, that's probably why I enjoy it.
0: Did you find on Saturday that that was actually helping having those sharper skills in, in the treacherous conditions when you had the the wet and then the intermediate type racetrack?
1: Uh, yeah, 100%, I guess. With the, the sprint car and speedway, you always have to think outside the square while you're racing, your car's not good you you have to try something else if it's a line or you know go high or low or, or whatever it is and i think you know with the, the supercar in those kind of conditions it's a similar similar thing trying to find the grip um and you know change what you do in the car to influence it so i think the uh the speedway stuff's definitely been um been helping me in the in the supercar just the way you think about it and uh, plan on doing more of it
0: And uh, before I let you go, we need to chat about the two day race meetings. You're enjoying that format and having a lot more packed into just Saturday and Sunday.
1: Yeah, I really like them. You know, you you go to the track and you're in the car pretty well every, you know, hour or two, which is good as a driver and, um, you know, less just standing around. Makes me feel like I'm a little bit more at the speedway, you know, a bit more fast paced um which is cool you know there will be big meetings which I think have to still be longer but um yeah to do most of them a little bit more short and sharp I think it's a, a good thing
0: you do have in my opinion the problem that the Sunday morning winner is pretty much a write-off for any sort of uh coverage
1: um uh oh, yes and no I guess like Yeah, It is a a race that's worth 100 points but um, I guess it is documented across the day but just, I guess, make sure you win race three and you won't have a problem.
0: (laughs) Well, Cam, we're looking forward to seeing you in Winton when you're next out in the Monster Energy Tickford Mustang and uh, obviously you're looking forward to a Gen 3 Mustang in 2022 following the announcement today that they're pushing on with the development.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, drive whatever they give me at the end of the day. So um, I just hope that it has a shifter in the middle and no uh, no paddles.
0: All right. Well, Cam, on that note, thanks for joining us here on Inside Supercars. Cool. Thank you. This episode of Inside Supercars was brought to you by Manscaped. The brand-new Lawnmower 3 is available now in Australia. Manscaped, they've just launched And we've gone years without using the right tool for the job. That's why Manscaped have redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And I can tell you, it's well balanced. It works. They've got it waterproof, a ceramic cutting blade, which will reduce grooming accidents, and a premium battery. And when I say premium battery... It will last up to 90 minutes. Now it says it takes a. they say it takes a lot of balls to race in supercars, and it takes a lot of balls in motorsport in general. Well, if you've got a lot of balls, then there's a lot of surface that has to be covered by Manscaped. So Manscaped. 7,000 RPM motors with the quiet stroke technology, because the supercars are limited to less than that. And let's not forget about the charging station. You can put it on the counter and, uh, well, just show off how this intelligently designed piece of equipment is uh, looking after you. So, what do you need to do if you want to get 20% off free trimming? You just need to go to Manscaped.com with the code inside sc that's right inside sc at manscape.com it's 20 percent off with free shipping use the code inside sc it is time to shave those balls inside supercars is produced by thunder media tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your itunes or mobile device search inside supercars